0: Welcome back to another episode of In the Works by Career Services at the University of Calgary. My name is Lawrence and I'll be joined later by my co-host David. Usually him and I will have a bit of a discussion to start the show, but for today we're going to kick things off with our Real People Real career segment where we interview various industry people to get a better idea of what it's like in their job, how they got there, and any career tips that they might have to share. And today we're talking to Kristen Kersey. So just a little bit of information about her, Kristen is a nurse who up until about two or three years ago was working in pediatrics, but then transitioned into being a research nurse at the Alberta's Children's Hospital, focusing on childhood illnesses and diseases. And of course lately, the research has been focusing on COVID. And in addition to that, she also highlights the finer details of what it's like to be a nurse and how her career progressed alongside her family life. Joining her is David Catterford, our Career Development Specialist, and our student co-host, Jing Feng. It's
1: really amazing that you take different roles in research and also practical field. And how did you find your work challenging for you? Um, Yeah, I think initially, because I've been doing bedside nursing for 11 years before I went into research. So before then, you know, people come in, they're seeking help, they're seeking treatment. So occasionally you have, um, some pushback from some people, um, with care, but in terms like usually people come in and they want help. Whereas research, I find it's a little more, you have to kind of present the study, present any potential, uh, risks, benefits. And I mean, it is all voluntary. So you do have a little more of that. (laughs) You're kind of, I feel like a salesman some days where I'm trying to sell our studies and get people excited about them just because I love research doesn't mean everyone does. So I think that's probably the biggest challenge which is um, not just like walking in a room and doing my job, but having to kind of almost always ask for <laughs> for people to be okay with me to come in their space and um, and for them to kind of volunteer their time and their resources to help us with different research studies. But yeah. So
2: then with the variety in your career is kind of like, taken you to this direction with the with the researching now are are you Mm -hmm. do you like what you're doing are you satisfied with your career
1: yeah i love it i think um that's a good thing with nursing is that there are so many different areas you can kind of go into if you don't like the hospital nursing you can do community uh research is actually something i didn't even really think about if kind of a friend of mine had been doing it and i'd seen the research team in the emergency room but didn't really think of i think i always thought the jobs of pop up on the AHS website and I didn't realize it was through the University of Calgary and so it was her that was that had let me know that there was a line opening up and that I should apply for it. Um, there's a degree of mentorship because we do have a PEMRAP so it's like a student-led research um, study so there's about 60 students that are involved in that and they do other research studies in the department so I also act as a mentor to those students as well and try and get them kind of settled into this research world and the emergency world but Yeah, it's a small team of, like I said, about 20 people um, actually on the research team. So I love that it's a small team. Everyone's really supportive. And it's just been, I've learned a ton about research and ethics and (laughs) the side of nursing. I don't really ever do it. It's been very interesting kind of gathering data and kind of being on the other end. So it's a nice, it's a nice change of pace for sure. Okay, awesome.
0: And I know that you talk about you work with a small team and with students, and as as for students, we always like to know that when you were younger, do you have a career plan yourself? Oh,
1: man. I had so many career plans. (laughs) (laughs) I think they changed constantly, but I think by the time I was in grade 12, I decided I would try nursing because I couldn't really think of anything else I wanted to do, Um, but yeah, I think it, it starting in grade 12 because I went right into nursing friend school. And I think I, I always loved it. I knew pediatrics was an area I would always want to be in. I did adult care and I realized I am definitely a pediatric nurse. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I think it was, it, it took me a little bit. I actually went to a few of my sisters, the school let me shadow her when I was in grade 11, at the university. So I was able to go to the university and actually shadow my sister in her classes And so um, that's what really got me kind of into nursing was actually experiencing a few of the lectures and seeing really what nursing was. Um, You know, I always thought I was just you're helping the doctors and you're kind of just running around and, you know, washing people. But going in and learning kind of the depth of it was very, I think it was very helpful just to kind of go around and actually see other jobs.
2: Now, so sort of what was your first sort of real job where you knew that, hey, this is the career for you? Like, when did you, did you have an aha moment?
1: Yeah, I think probably actually it wasn't until after I graduated because when I was in school, I was doing long-term care and like, psych, I was working in a, a psychology or in a mental health unit at the hospital and those were definitely not areas that I could see myself in long-term. Um, but it wasn't until I started, I started on unit 31 at the time at the Peter Lougheed hospital in Calgary. And, um, yeah, they were just a really small, supportive, amazing team. And it's just a general pediatric unit. And I remember a couple of weeks in just feeling like I had found something that I could stick with for a long period of time. Work wasn't always like, I didn't dread going into work. And I realized that that's how I would have been feeling about most of my jobs, just like waking up and not wanting to go and finding ways to, <laughs> I'm like, can I be sick today? <laughs> so I think the fact that I was excited and, and yeah, they just, they made, I think your coworkers can really make or break your work environment as well. So it's just a really awesome. And yeah, the patience, I always love the kids are amazing.
2: Okay. So what are some challenges you've faced in your career up to this point?
1: Um, I think it's a lot of, it's been like the work life balance. And then also I have a hard time. So I make, I'm, I make really good friends. I was really close with everybody on my unit uh, at the Peter Lougheed. And so I think transitioning, even going to the children's hospital and starting an emergency in 2015, was a hard transition because I was used to just being really comfortable and just, I got into this really like this comfort level, but I wasn't challenging myself anymore in my career. And I think I, I was just like, I needed to get out and I needed to challenge myself. It was becoming very monotonous. So, um, starting in emergency was really good, but it was really challenging just to, to leave behind my coworkers that I love so much and to work with new people that I didn't know very well. And then I think for me lately, it's been the work life balance of having my fourth baby in a couple of weeks here. So So it's always the juggle. I really want to pursue my career and I want to, you know, go further with research and, and, you know, further in emergency medicine and all these things. But I realized that it's not realistic at this stage in my life. And that's okay to kind of sit back and, and, you know, work less and just take care of the kids until they're a bit older and then jump back in again. So I'm a pretty, um, I'm a competitive person. So my husband's a nurse as well. And, (laughs) I see him being able to kind of go ahead and do all this stuff. And I feel like I'm just always on maternity leaves and reorientating back to work.
2: Okay. But it sounds to me like, I, I think I I'm getting from you and the way you talk about your job and your career and how kind of hectic and crazy it is with, you know, you got four, an, another kid coming along, you got a husband that's a nurse, but you, you seem happy, right? And, and you, yeah. you like your career. So I think that's, that's good, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, then, cool. now for the tough question, is it, kind of like, don't go into nursing, healthcare, research, career path if you are...
1: <laughs> so if you are sensitive to what people say to you, like if you kind of take things really personally, because I think when you're in healthcare, um, people are, you, you're, you're meeting people at their worst. They're, they're feeling terrible, they're stressed. And so I think sometimes if you're very reactive, it can be a really hard area. Or if you take things personally, it can be a very hard area to work because people say things they don't mean all the time. And even in research, people are just like, get out. Why are you here? You're bugging me. So I think it's just not taking things personally and just understanding that, you know, that people are going through things. And I mean, not being able, like, you don't want people to walk over you, but you also you know, we need to walk away and being able to kind of leave things behind at the end of the day is really important. And
0: I would like also to know on the opposite side, what is the bonus for students to go into this field?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, nursing in general is such a huge broad field. You can kind of go anywhere and do anything. I think, um, I think a big thing too, is again, like not just looking in one area for jobs, but kind of branching away from Like Alberta Health Services is amazing, but then it's also important to kind of, if you're kind of sick of hospital nursing, like look elsewhere. Um, So that's the good thing with nursing is that you can kind of do anything. And that's what I found out with research nursing. It's not even anything that I would have ever saw myself doing. It's kind of a strange branch of nursing. (laughs) And so it's very interesting doing data collection and like, but so fascinating. And I'm so glad I kind of made that jump, jump over. I think it's made me a better nurse and a little more... Uh, well-rounded for sure
2: okay so kind of like closing off though like i mean like what advice or tips would you give kind of graduates entering the job market
1: i think um one of the biggest tips is just to make sure that you find something that you're really passionate about and sometimes i think you feel like you've gone to school you've done this this is what you need to do um and i think as soon as you're doing a job just because you feel like you're uh, obligated to do it or like, it's, you know, you've always been told, or this is what you went to school for. I think that's when you're, you're miserable in your job and then you just, your work quality isn't there. So I think if you're passionate about what you do and it's something that interests you and it's something that excites you, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be successful at it. So I think it's like, if you start something, you, you're you not obligated to just stick with it forever and ever. I think it's important to find something that you, you love doing and, and to stick with it. And Yeah, I don't know if that's helpful. (laughs) Well,
2: I hope, I certainly hope it's helpful because I do do think that's wisdom, right? Like I think, yeah, if you want longevity with careers, you got to like what you're doing.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And I think that's just a must. Um, Thank you so much for, for talking with us.
1: Of course. Thank you guys for having me.
0: To listen to this interview again or previous ones that we have aired, You can go to ucalgary.ca slash careers. So welcome back to In the Works on CJSW. Now I kind of want to switch the discussion to a movie that I actually saw uh, just last year. And it's called Office Space. I assume you've seen that movie before, David?
2: Absolutely. Love it. Yeah, and
0: actually it's become one of my favorites um, because just of how kind of just funny and, and relatable it is. But yeah, just to give you a little bit of context about the movie. So it came out in 1999, so over 20 years ago. But like I said, it's still very relevant to, I think, anybody who's ever had a job. Which is practically everybody. But anyways, um, yeah, this movie's only 90 minutes long. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix or not, but I still see it being aired on TV every now and then. But if you haven't checked it out, then I definitely recommend it. So basically, the movie is about just kind of navigating daily work life. And specifically, it follows Peter Gibbons, the main character, and some of his uh coworkers. And just kind of highlighting how unhappy they are with, you know, just the general work, the company, and kind of them having a bit of a, um, you know, wondering whether they chose the right career path. And, you know, just kind of a, a way to get out of this mundane routine. And just the first scene right away is like super relatable. And I know you particularly enjoy it, David. <laughs>
2: the first three minutes of the movie he's driving to work and he's stuck in traffic and he's trying to get to the left lane because it's moving quicker and I don't know I just really identify with that like driving to work for a job that I don't like and I'm not that good at and it's a great film
0: yeah and it's a funny movie but I think yeah it's a bit of a dark comedy as well because we are kind of laughing at the realities of work life Like, as you mentioned, being stuck in traffic, or having to come into work on the weekends, or your boss just being on your case about those TPS reports. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. You see, we're putting the cover sheets on all TPS reports now before they go out.
2: Did you see the memo about this?
0: And uh, I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. Okay?
2: (laughs) Okay. Absolutely. Those uh, I have nightmares about those TPS reports.
0: Yeah, and there's other examples like you know people taking your stationery and not returning it, like you know a stapler, or the printer not working, to you know saying happy birthday to your coworker. I mean, (laughs) I know that's something that we do at our office.
2: Yeah, and and you know like I really like that and I admire that and stuff, but you know after a while it can get kind of Get kind of annoying a little bit, and I, I think it is that terrible for me to say, but I, I think it, it's true. And 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 Office Space really shows like kind of what if you don't like your job and you don't want to take part in Hawaiian Shirt Day. Oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day.
0: So you know if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans it's all silence and no one is excited at all
2: yeah it's like oh yeah we used to always have that jersey day you can wear a jersey and it's like i don't want to wear a jersey today right like it's kind of stuff like that
0: yeah and there are a lot of these other little examples that uh you know you can see in the movie there um but yeah really the primary focus again it's on on uh right our main character peter gibbons and how he just really dislikes his job um, he shows up on Monday and he's already wanting to leave right away, right? And, and so, I mean, I particularly enjoyed the scene where he visits the hypnotherapist, right? Trying to just look for what help he can. And I think this line here really illustrates just how miserable he is.
2: So I was sitting in my cubicle today and I realized ever since I started working, um, every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. So that means that every single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life.
1: What about today?
2: Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Wow, that's messed up. I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) Man, that is dark.
2: And that is messed up. That's. That's not healthy. I, I mean, like, I, I think maybe Peter needs to see a career specialist, right? And 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 start helping him out a little bit because, I mean, that's not healthy.
0: Yeah. And I mean, normally, you know, if a student came to us with, uh, you know, this kind of a troubling issue, we wouldn't be laughing.
2: <laughs> yes, we're supposed to be empathetic career people. Right? But the movie is a comedy and it's, yeah. So I think we, we can laugh at that because... Yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah. And it just seems like for Peter, you know, he wasn't, you know, in a job that really seemed to fit him. You know, the environment, the people um, and maybe even to a certain degree, the work itself uh, wasn't a good fit. So, David, then, what do you think about kind of how we should go about making uh, our uh, job and career decisions?
2: I always look at kind of jobs are are two good things and two bad things, because I think with every job, there's some good there's some bad and there's some ugly bits in every job but j- jobs they pay so i think the pay and the good have to outweigh the the bad bits and the ugly bits but i mean that's why they pay you right so i think it's really it, it's compromising i i think
0: yeah that's a good way to put it compromising you know as much as we we stress career satisfaction and all that kind of stuff Again, there is a bit of reality to it. Sometimes you just have to work because you gotta gotta pay the bills, you gotta gotta put food on the table. And so, yeah, I think sometimes, you know, you just kind of have to kind of accept it for what it is, but hopefully still kind of being optimistic and, you know, striving for something that, you know, you'd like, right, if you're not already in a good situation because the work might not always be so ideal or perhaps matching the dream job that you had pictured.
2: And, and for me, it's not the dream job because some people never get to the dream job. To me, career success is the journey to the dream job. And it, it's it's work. So I, I, I think it's kind of having more good days than bad days and yep. kind of enjoying what you're doing, not being bored. If you are bored, then make some changes within your jobs so or you're not as bored,
0: right? Yeah, for sure. And so I guess just kind of tying it back to the movie, like again, a good chunk of it, we kind of left out the middle parts where they, I guess, kind of commit a bit of a white-collar crime and try to scam the company. Uh, And then, you know, trying to find a way out of that. But I think in the end, though, you know, things kind of do get resolved. And again, the main guy, Peter, who was kind of more, uh, kind of, yeah, just kind of lethargic at the beginning. You know, he he actually switches jobs. You know, he quits his, his job at the tech company and basically just starts kind of working in construction, right? So at the end, he's like kind of cleaning up uh, cleaning up some of a building and, you know, he's saying to himself, I'm getting exercise, I'm working
2: outside. Right. And just kind of ends the movie with a smile. Absolutely. Cause that's what Peter values being outside, exercising, doing physical work. Yeah, right? Exactly.
0: So yeah, perhaps it was just more of a fit thing. Right. But um, yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's something, you know, worth, worth considering. And again, sometimes it's, it's, you don't know until you're in working, you know, in those positions, like, Oh, I realize. Now, after working here for six months or whatever, that I don't like doing this, right? And sometimes that's just the reality of things. You don't really know until you try. But I think that's also why we recommend for students along the way to uh, try as not as many, but you know, try different things, you know, um, along the way uh, with your courses and whatnot. Uh, I know that can be a bit of a challenge, but whether it's volunteering, getting involved with clubs um right if if you have uh practicums or co-op available to you definitely recommend those uh, gaining research right kind of right now in university is kind of a good time to try out a lot of these different little things so that once you're you know near or about to graduate then you hopefully will better have have a have better idea on you know the type of work and um
2: the the environment that you want to work in and kind of all those little things Absolutely. Yeah. Do your research and prep really is what we promote at career services. And you do your research and prep, you do it for your exams and you do better on your exams. Do your research and prep for your career and you'll have a better career. Not guaranteed, but more likely you'll have better success if you do the homework a little bit.
0: Yeah, I like that comparison. And as we wrap up the discussion here about office space, uh, there was one particular scene that really stood out to me. And I'm just going to play it for you here. Our high school guidance counselor used to ask us what you would do if you had a million dollars. didn't have to work. And then invariably, whatever you'd say, that was supposed to be your career. So if you wanted to fix old cars, then you're supposed to be an auto mechanic. So what did you say? I never had an answer. I guess that's why I'm working at Initech. Yeah, so what would you do if you had a million dollars and didn't have to work? Do you think that's an effective career question, David?
2: Actually, I, I do. I think it is an effective career question. I, I wouldn't say it's a it's a the best career question to ask somebody young, but I, I think yeah, because I, I think what you want to do like is is think about like in regards with your career is what would you do if you didn't have to work? And and I, I think that can really help drive your career forward a, a little bit, right now. And then the guy says in in the movie, he says, well, I wouldn't do anything. But I I, I think like, then that's a case of that person is like, not healthy, right? So I, I think, but why I like that too, is also too like, your hobbies, your leisure activities also represent a major part of your career so I, I, I don't mind that what would you do if, if, if you had a million dollars and didn't have to work I, I don't mind that question I, I think it is kind of high school type question but I think it's it's not bad gets you thinking
0: yeah I think it's a okay question like there is some validity to it Um, you know not the best one but a good starting point nonetheless okay so now I want to try something new uh, something fun And I actually came up with this idea when I was watching this scene where Peter goes into work on Monday morning and within, like, what, half an hour, he's already feeling frustrated. Hey, guys. Want to go to Chachki's? Get some coffee? It's a little early. I got to get out of here. I think I'm going to lose it.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. She is just rubbing it in. Um... But yeah, no, basically what I want to do with uh, this is, uh, you know, we all have little complaints and kind of things that annoy us around the office. So what I thought, David, we should do is maybe yeah, just you and I maybe complain about some of the littler things that we experience from work. And we'll call it a case of the Mondays. So I'll let you go first. What would you like to complain about?
2: Keyboards. Keyboards are disgusting like i mean we put our disgusting hands all over the keyboards and letters get shiny and unshiny like how, how are we supposed to clean our keyboards because i know i can wash my hands but you can't wash a keyboard well you
0: could wipe it down a little bit but you no, know, i agree once you get stuff in there it's going to be really hard
2: to get out it's disgusting. I mean, last time I cleaned my keyboard, I flipped it upside down and like a, like a piece of <laughs> toast came out. I mean, I, like a lunch from last <laughs> wow. week's like, oh, my goodness. I once dropped a banana on my keyboard and I didn't know whether I should like get a new keyboard or get a new banana. Crazy.
0: Yeah, and probably a lot of us are guilty of eating at the keyboard, uh, so it's not great. But yeah, I think what gets me is kind of the shiny keys. You know, I think, of course, a lot of those uh, computers in the library there. um, Yeah, a lot of them, (laughs) like, the keyboards are probably clean, I hope. But seeing the shiny keys and some of the letters rubbed off of the keyboard there doesn't make it look particularly good. But anyways, what I want to complain about this week is uh, office temperature. So I know, you know, we haven't been working uh, at the office for a while now. Um, but nonetheless, you know, during when we were there, you know, the office temperature is a pretty big deal to a lot of people, you know, in some spots, it's a bit colder, some spots a little bit warmer. Um, so yeah, fighting over the thermostat is, uh, can be a bit of a, an issue sometimes. And for me, I prefer to work in a slightly cooler temperature. Um, but yeah, one problem with my office is that whenever I close the door, uh, the temperature for some reason just rises and it becomes like a sauna in there. So, Uh, When I open the door after, it's like a big relief. But I actually found out here on the Canadian Centre for Occupational Health and Safety website that there's an ideal temperature for summer and and winter conditions. Wow. Um, Yeah. Would you like to take a guess at what the ideal temperature for summer
2: is? Well, I I don't know. 20? I I, I have no idea.
0: Close. It's 24.5.
2: Whoa. Okay. That sounds a little
0: high to me, but I
2: mean, that's what they say.
0: Um, For winter it would be 22 degrees. So just slightly cooler. Um, maybe I think, yeah, that's just to kind of go along with the outside uh, conditions are. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was kind of surprised to find that there's actually recommendations for what the ideal temperature should be, but nonetheless, you're not going to satisfy everybody. So yeah. Okay. So we have time for one more. So why don't
2: you wrap it up? Well, Sometimes at work, like I, I need a good quality pen. And if I don't have a quality pen, then I, I'm kind of like, pissed off until I can find a quality pen.
0: Mm-hmm. So are you talking about kind of, you know, how the ink kind of rolls out or the color of it? Like, what, what are you talking about here?
2: Yeah, because I, I want a good pen. Like they used to just make pens. It would, they were very simple, but I like a felt tip pen. That's kind of blue easy to flow easy to write but not too easy if you know what i mean <laughs> so it it's it, it, it's like a gel pen kinda, would be too easy yeah like i don't want like a fountain pen you know like there or, or a sharpie but uh yeah i do i find i've actually found a really good pen and it's it's called a poppin pen mm. and, and i really like it and, and also too i like I like the colors, right? So I like black and blue. And then I like to be able to have a good red pen to kind of help me with my notes and stuff. So,
0: oh, I know what you mean about kind of the writability of the pen. Uh, But yeah, I guess also advantage or I guess kind of a perk working at career services that we do get a lot of extra pens from employers, especially at the career fairs. Right. They don't want to take it with them. Yeah. So we
2: end up with a lot of extra pens. Absolutely. And, and and a lot of the pens that, that they give you at the career fairs are high quality pens, but they're just they just don't seem to last.
0: Well, or you, I don't know. They get
2: lost easily. <laughs> yeah, and they get lost easily too, right? So yeah, I had a great pen that a student brought in and left it and then like terrible, but I kind of like I I emailed the student saying, Hey, you left your pen, but I I kept using it. And the student never did get back to me so i had a high quality pen but then it it stopped working and then stopped working and then you got to find another pen so it's i don't know it's it's kind of it's like finding a good quality pen is is like a right it's like a it's like a battle it's like a scrimmage i guess for me (laughs)
0: Okay, well, I hope listeners have been enjoying our interesting conversation for the last couple of minutes. Uh, But yeah, it's time to wrap it up now. And to end things off, I'm going to play one last clip from Office Space. Let me ask you
2: something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. Yeah, no man i believe you get your kick saying something like that man
0: <laughs> i think that's probably my favorite line in the whole movie his neighbor is just keeping it real but yes uh that does it for us today if you want to catch uh, any of the episodes that you missed it's available at ucalgary.ca slash careers and we'll talk to you next time on in the works